Welcome to Open House with Sharon Caddy. Whether you're looking for a home to love or loving the home you're in, you found the place for tips and advice to bring everything home. Now here's your host, Sharon Caddy. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me once again today. As usual, every Friday, you tune into the favorite spot you have for downloading your podcast, and you know you're going to find the latest episode of Open House with Sharon Caddy. And of course, that's me. And when you tune into Open House, you know you're finding advice, tips, hints, um, all sorts of great things, whether you're looking to, to maybe buy a home or sell a home or rent a place or stay right where you are. Today, I think it kind of applies to all of those topics uh, because, you know, when I'm selling a home to someone or helping someone buy a home, one of the questions that I, I like to ask people right up front is, do you have pets? And, you know, cats, dogs, fish, whatever you have, do you have pets? And have you given any thought to how this move is going to affect them? And it's funny because as much as there's loved members of the family, you get so caught up with setting a price and planning a date and what are we doing and hiring a mover and all of these things. And some, your poor pets become incredibly stressed through the process as we would expect. So today I thought I would bring someone on board who's going to bring the focus back around to those very important members of our family, our pets. Joining us on the line today, Jennifer Toof, Manager of Programs and Educations, Shelter Health and Wellness of the Ontario SPCA. Jennifer, great to have you along. Hi, Sharon. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to talk to you today. Oh, me too. Me too. Now, I am a very, very happy and proud pet parent of a dog and a cat. And I think I've always had pets in my life. Um, When I've been moving home, I've been keenly aware um, through the process of, you know, the listing, the staging, the showing, people in and out, new smells, new everything. This can be incredibly stressful for your pets, can't it? Oh, it can for sure. And they can actually sort of feed off um, your anxiety and stress through this time too. It's like you, they can feel that you think something's wrong, therefore they think something's wrong and uh, it can sort of escalate for them through the whole process. So, you know, when we come to that decision that let's, there's a couple of angles I want to look at. So let's start with the first one that we've decided we're going to sell our home. We're going to move to a new place. What are some of the considerations? What should we be doing to help our pets feel better through this process? Um, Well, I think in the beginning too, if you're, when you're first looking for a home, of course, you want to be looking for a home that is going to accommodate your needs as well as your pets. And then when it comes to actually selling your own home, um, you have to really think about um, the amount of traffic that may be coming through the house, um, how strangers entering uh, may um, affect some pets. Um, Some are super gregarious and social and will want (laughs) to meet everybody coming in the door, which would be my whole gang. (laughs) (laughs) And... uh, um, but others, too, can be very fearful of, of people coming in. Um, dogs can sometimes be protective of the home as well. So obviously strangers coming in when the dog is home um, can be very disturbing for the dog. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, so there's lots of considerations to take um, into account as to, you know, when these things are happening and you're going to be showing your house, um, what accommodations are you able to make for your pets to make it a little bit easier on them through this period? And that's usually the tact that I tend to recommend to people is, is there a way, and that doesn't necessarily mean taking them to a facility, sometimes family or friends or neighbors 
are, are willing to help you out through the process. And I think that's kind of, if it's at all possible, it isn't always, but if it's possible, that's the gentler, kinder way because that your pet is a, usually familiar with these other people already. Correct. So um, I know that it's best to, if you can, to remove dogs from the home. Oh, it is. And I know that can be difficult for some people. I can tell you I've moved a number of times in my life and have a menagerie of pets <laughs> that have to tag along. And I can recall one time when um, we were having a showing and we had four dogs at the time and two cats. Oh. And uh, we packed them up in two separate vehicles and drove around for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that, it happens, it happens. I yeah. just sold a house in January and they had three beautiful uh, Springer Spaniels, gorgeous dogs. Um, and you know, this, I like to tell people, don't be afraid to tell your real estate agent what you need. In that case, we needed a minimum of two hours notice to do a showing because sometimes they'd be at the office or out of the house. They wanted enough time to come in, get the dogs, go in the car, go for a walk or whatever they were doing. But I always tell people, you know, there's enough stress out there. Don't be afraid to work with your realtor to make this all happen because it helps everybody. It makes everybody a lot more comfortable, including mm -hmm. your pets. Um, and you know what? In the end, it does tend to work out. I've seen some people that, especially with smaller dogs, may crate the dog and keep it in the house. But I still, I do find that in general, especially when I'm bringing buyers into homes, um, it's better if you're going into a house that doesn't have the pet present. Yes. And I think that even if you crate your pet, um, if that's the only way, um, that you can manage things, then it's important to maybe cover the crate with a towel or a blanket so they feel secure in there and as well ask anybody who is entering the home not to interact at all with the pet. Exactly. No peeking under the blanket. <laughs> it's tempting, um, Just but... let them be. <laughs> <laughs> now, when we get through the sale of the home and then now, you're, now my client would be looking for a new place to live, um, introducing a dog, a cat, any animal really into a new space uh, again, can bring in a whole new level of anxiety for that pet. Are there any great suggestions for introducing your your pet to a new home? Oh, yeah. So there's lots of things you can do. Um, and, you know, you can make it actually go very smoothly for your pet with really um, no sort of side effects from the stress <laughs> and the relocation. Um, one of the things I can suggest with dogs for sure is if you have the opportunity prior to moving to take your dog for a walk even around the neighborhood where your new house is located. Mm. Get them familiar with the area ahead of time if you can. Spend some time standing in front of your new house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, with, with your dog. Um, and then they'll be a little bit more familiar when you show up there with the moving truck. Um, we do suggest that uh, the pets are the last thing to go mm -hmm. um, to, to the new house um, when you're moving. We usually say if you can, leave them behind um, until you grab the last boxes because you don't want them now into the new place trying to manage that new environment with a lot of hustle and bustle of people coming and going and moving things. Now, do you so, find it um, advisable for someone moving into a new space to have it professionally cleaned first. I always feel as though if my pet goes in and there's obviously been a dominant animal there that they're going to, there's a chance they may want to, whether it's a cat and wants to mark the territory or a dog or whatever. It, is it wise to, to do your best to clear any existing, we may not smell it, but they may. 
that yeah so you i mean there's their sense of smell of course is much better than ours um and i think that i would if if you're moving into a home that's previously had pets it's possible to to talk to with your realtor and find it if they know of any of that sort of house soiling that it maybe had occurred mm-hmm. um in the home and if you know some people might not be uh, forthright with that and telling you um the truth <laughs> true but uh <laughs> But yeah, you can, you know, um, any soft um, coverings, um, you know, carpets and things like that. It's a good idea to have them cleaned. Um, your other concern might be other parasites like fleas and stuff like that too, that could be left behind. Um, so it's not a bad idea. Excellent. Now, once you're thinking of taking away um, all the scents you don't want them to have, one of the things you can do um, to really help them adjust is um, use uh, pheromones. There's pheromones available oh. for pets, specifically really helpful for felines. Um, it's called Feel Away, and you can get more information about that on our website, shelterhealthpro.com. Um, there's lots of great resources there for reducing stress. Oh, that's but great. But using the pheromone can actually help them uh, feel more comfortable, more at home, like the place um, has their scent, because it actually will sort of mimic the cat's pheromones. Mm-hmm. So. Um, it's really great for that adjustment period and um, yeah so I mean there's there's lots of things that you can um, do too that when you move in um, taking uh, for instance your cat you should really set them up in one small room with all of their things a comfortable place to sleep also a place to hide Um, cats do like to hide when they're feeling vulnerable (laughs) and even if your cat's not normally a hider it's still a good idea Mm -hmm. and uh, having a small space with their dishes and things like that and let them sort of get used to one room at a time Um, allow your dog to investigate the house on his own Um, maybe you want to keep your leash attached so in case you have to pick it up or grab it but instead of trying to force them through room to room or drag them around the house. <laughs> okay, this Aww. is where you're sleeping. <laughs> but um, you just really want to let them take their own time in investigating their new space. Excellent. You don't want to be, you know, force anything on them. And now a different perspective is, uh, and I deal with this a lot because I do have a number of clients who are first-time home buyers and they've lived in a condo or something and now they're going to buy a home because they're thinking about having a family and they want to introduce a pet. When they are looking for a home, what are some of the key features you suggest that they really keep an eye on, features of the property that may maybe be a, an impediment or, or a good thing to have in introducing a pet? Yeah, so... Um depending on what type of pet um, you're going to have, generally speaking, um, most homes can accommodate small animals like a bunny or a guinea pig or something like that, um, as well as a cat. Um, you do want to make sure that if you are you know, buying into like a condo or something like that, that you check sort of their rules and regulations regarding pets ahead of time. Definitely. So that you can ensure that you're able to actually own a pet there. Um, and then also, um, just uh, making sure too that you know you're you're looking at the at your new home and picturing yourself with your pet there and does it feel like it's going to work? If it's a dog, is there lots of areas to go um, for walks and things like that? Or it, maybe a fenced yard might be necessary. Mm-hmm. 
And, you know, even if a dog is really well behaved, the fence really helps in case a squirrel pops in the yard and off they go, or <laughs> That's true. You know, maybe kids, kids walking by could enter your yard and then on your property. So, I mean, that's something too that, you know, a fence can help. It's not necessary for all, all pets, but um, it can be very helpful. Yeah. I also, I find... live on Tate. I live on 10 acres and I really wish oh. I had a, a fence. Oh, wow. That's a <laughs> Around big the whole thing. fence. Oh man. <laughs> the other thing Giant I dog park. I have <laughs> either, if you're going to adopt, I mean, if you're adopting, you may be adopting an older animal or if you have, um, I find I know I have a number of friends who have dogs whose br the breeds tend to get joint issues and everything. And I always, when I'm showing a home and there's a lot of stairs, if you have a pet or if you're thinking about what kind of breed are you looking at and do that, because if there's a lot of stairs, it's just like if you, if you have arthritis and have to go up and down those stairs, it's yeah. no different. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So you want to have things that are going to accommodate your pet and, and whatever their individual needs might be. And, uh, you know, especially if you have a little dog, maybe you're going to be carrying them up and down the stairs oh, yeah. <laughs> every time you're going in and out, but that can, um, you know, be a little bothersome as oh. well. Um, but yeah, easy access to the outdoors is always helpful, especially if you're getting a young animal that may need house training. Um, so that's always something to think about as well. You, you know, if you're going to buy a condo in the 18th floor of yeah. a building and you got to get your puppy all the way Man. out to the green space out back <laughs> it, it's things to think about it really yeah. is now before i let you go i do want to talk just briefly about if people are looking thinking about adopting a pet i mean i always get mine from you know spc i always i always go and see what pets are there i mean my current dog is a, a pot cake that was originally rescued from antigua and she's like the greatest dog ever um What's the process for people that are thinking about adopting a pet? What, what do they do? Well, right now, um, it's actually a fantastic news day for us at the Ontario SPCA. Um, we've just opened, as of today, our limited contact adoption process. So, you know, with all businesses, um, you know, since since March, we've our animal care staff have been diligently working hard and um, with compassion and empathy and providing enrichment and training and lots of love and care to the pets at our animal shelters um, or at our animal centers. And um, and now we're all very excited that they can start going to their new homes. Oh, nice. So, yeah, so the process now is you can actually go on to the Ontario SPCA website. Um, you can look for a um, shelter, um, one of a shelter or one of our community shelters near um, your location. Um, you can view pets available for adoption in each of our animal centers. Um, and then we can um, arrange um, uh, a meeting and it's more of a virtual meeting, an e-meet, mm -hmm. uh, sorry, an e-meet and greet online. And they would complete adoption paperwork. And even our adoption process, what all we're trying to do is try and help um, families match up um, with the right personality and uh, you know an, an animal that's going to actually fit in well with their needs as a family as well and uh, so we have our meet your match survey that we complete and it's just a survey so that we can understand sort of your activity level and you know it can be the difference of owning you know a, a 15 year old dog when you have five kids right. versus you know a more energetic younger dog that's going to fit right in and want to play and stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. And then our, um, 
the adoption process works they'll do all the paperwork and everything online and they have um, sort of a contactless um, social distancing uh, pickup so they'll actually be able to um, do everything for you ahead of time and when you arrive um, the animal will be placed sort of in a vestibule area where you can enter and then take your animal at the same time we always have our uh, wonderful staff available for any questions or even after adoption for post adoption support in any way that uh, one of our adopters might need. Excellent. You guys offer such great assistance, um, not only to the pets, to the, the people who adopt those pets, and it, it just completes a family. I've, I'm a big I'm a big pet person, I got to admit it. Um, for people that are looking to, um, you mentioned the, uh, the, the website with the Shelter Health. Um... Yeah, it's shelterhealthpro.com. Excellent. And uh, on that, uh, on that website, um, it's sort of split into two categories, um, infection and disease control practices for shelters. And then there's also an environmental needs and, and um, behavioral health. And in that section, you'll find all kinds of resources for stress reduction. There's, like I said, there is, there's some information there about the, the pheromones like feel away and then adaptal for dogs. And as well, there's um, many um, activities for enrichment opportunities as well. Excellent. So that can actually help with your moving. Um, if you include, you know, as you're, when you're coming to your new house, lots of, um, Lots of opportunities for different types of play, um, different interactions, anything that can be um, seen as a positive impact for the pet and that can help their adjustment period. So there's some really great resources there. That's amazing. And, you know, uh, we'll share all of that uh, when we post the podcast. We're going to share all of that. And I'm going to encourage everyone to have a listen because when we're making this big choice of making a move, you got to consider every member of the family. And that, of course, includes our pets. Well, Jennifer, I want to thank you so much for taking some time to chat with me today. Maybe we'll do it again down the line because I love talking about pets. Just love it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> thank figure, you right? so much. That's Jennifer okay. Tooth, Manager of Programs and Education, Shelter Health and Wellness for the Ontario SPCA. And I'm Sharon Caddy with your Open House podcast. Just a reminder, if there is a topic you'd like me to discuss or find a guest maybe to talk about, send me a message, shoot me a line. I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, Open House comes your way, a new episode every Friday. You get it wherever you download your podcasts. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss one and uh, share it with all your family and friends. Lots of great advice, tips and fun. I'm Sharon Caddy and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us for Open House with Sharon Caddy. Subscribe to the show wherever you listen to podcasts and visit Sharon at SharonCaddy.com. You can also follow her on Instagram at Sharon Caddy Realtor. See you next time.